this is what I'm going to teach you is how to actually ground into what you want to cause and create this upcoming year and beyond from a centered, grounded place of inner knowing and inner truth and working through some of the gunk that you've maybe taken into this year through the body, transmuting it and healing it through the body, and then operating from that resonance and attuning to that resonance of your vision, of your desires, of what you know to be true for you, of what you get to create, how you get to be in this world, and what you, what we get to shift together. Welcome home to Soul Shine Radio. I'm your hostess, Lindsay Martin Ellis, embodied intuitive, spiritual guide, author, and speaker. This is your sacred virtual sanctuary where myself and heart-centered guest experts will be sharing through a multidimensional lens our innate wisdom, practices, transmissions, and activations to support you in navigating the integration of your spiritual journey and human experience. I am here to help you bring the pleasure, presence, and play back into your soul's evolution. To surrender into the great mystery so that you can embody your magic and become a magnet for miracles. And of course, to remind you of the gift in breaking wide open because it's the cracks that allows your light to shine through. It's time to unleash and radiate your unique soul shine because the world craves your radiant light now more than ever. You ready? Let's do this, love. Happy New Year, beautiful beings. When this launches, it will be January 2nd. Of course, evergreen. But what's fun about this is I'm recording this on New Year's Eve. (laughs) Definitely way later than I normally record. But the week was just, you know, it's like that influx week of I I feel like an amoeba (laughs) the week between Christmas and New Year's and I just basked in it and I let it flow. And next thing I know, I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot to send in my podcast stuff. (laughs) So this puppy gets launched. And what's so cool is I am committed to a weekly episode for an entire 365 days for an entire year. What is it? 52 weeks? I can't remember 52 weeks in a year or if it's 52 weeks that you get paid in corporate. I always just remember 52 weeks. I digress. I'm pretty excited about this. And what's cool about this episode is it's called Say Goodbye to New Year's Resolutions. It's a short one. I'll probably keep this one pretty short. Um, I've spent the entire day cleaning and getting all of the Christmas stuff put away. And normally I'm that person who has my Christmas tree up till it's literally dying. Um, I think one year my roommate and I, shout out to Linz. I had a roommate named Lindsay. <laughs> we had our Christmas up till March. And I remember we lived in an apartment and we were so embarrassed. We were walking of shaming our Christmas tree over to the dumpster um, in March. <laughs> we didn't think that all the way through. But this year feels different and I'm noticing a lot of people are in this shift of the like clean, starting clean. I've even noticed and I know I've talked about this a lot in podcast episodes leading up to this one, just that the resonance is different. I don't feel the exhaustion and the burnout 
of course, the holidays I hosted this year, of course, it's it's just like things are more heightened. I realize during the holidays, it's like if you are feeling overjoyed and so much love and magic and miracle and like all of the wonder of the holidays, you it the holidays like, you know, expands that out, right? If you're feeling lost, if you're feeling grief, if you've lost a loved one, if you're sad that you're alone and you don't have a partner, right? It ex- it like exponentially expands that, right? If you're feeling like, you know, there's a million resonances, right? That we could be feeling like, are we feeling like, I don't know, loneliness is a big one. I think I'll give kind of those two as examples, right? Those are two polar opposites, feeling like very, very lonely and sad and not enjoying the holidays versus feeling so excited for the holidays. And I will say it's like whatever you kind of, whatever resonance you're in leading up to the holidays, it's like, I just keep thinking in this wave, like, wow, wow, wow. And this was the first year that I felt such a different shift in sustainability and just this, this reclamation of like, yeah, no, I'm not waiting till January one. Like, I'm not waiting till Monday. (laughs) You know, I'm not doing that whole like on Monday, I'm going to do this because it's just fits and starts and fits and starts and, and we lose momentum that way. And so there's been such grace and gentleness in my life around enjoyment. And what I'm finding is it's like the self beat up, like I'll give food for an example, the self beat up around eating the thing is much more detrimental than eating the thing. And I'm not a doctor. (laughs) So, you know, it's like everything that I say in my episodes is like what I know to be true for me. I share my experience and this is what I'm finding. Like my, my aliveness, my vitality, how good I feel, how much energy I have. I can notice shifts in like, okay, if I eat out and for example, there's limited options of things that I would normally not eat or whatever, I'm traveling or I'm in an airport. It's like, can I just do the best that I can, bless the food, you know, like create presence, slow down. I'm just noticing like when I eat, I, I'm i blessing. And my hubby makes fun of me because he sees me pausing. Sometimes I'll say it out loud and sometimes I won't. And, I'm, and I literally go through this thing of like the animals and the plants and the delivery drivers and who's working at the grocery store. And I'll thank my husband if he helped me cook. And I thank myself and I thank the sun. And it's just fun where I'm like, huh. And then I notice that the whole process is much slower and I'm much more present and I don't overeat. And I notice how much I was overeating because I wasn't aware. I wasn't aware. And the slowing down and like the taking my time, it helps me realize like, oh yeah, my body's done. And it's different every single time. And then also what I'm noticing is like, if I really want a dessert somewhere, for example, if I'm eating out, like I'm going to order the dessert and I'm going to have you know, a few bites. I'm not going to like have this crazy hankering of wanting something to eat and like eating the whole thing and not even enjoying it. Right. It's like noticing that when it's again, it like keeps coming back to the come from and it's taken me years to come to this place. And there's still so much, you know, like there's definitely times where I'm exhausted and I eat the thing or I make the choice. That's like, oh yeah, that probably wasn't like in my highest good. And then I'm like, okay, but I'm not going to beat myself up about it. I'm going to, you know, create a new moment. And I'm noticing 
how, right? It's like, I'm just noticing the cause and effect, which is, of course, one of the laws of the universe of, oh, I see, like, the more that I slow down and create presence and like be in gratitude of this whole process of how this meal even got in my in front of me, you know, everything else starts to shift. Like I don't overeat or I don't feel guilty or I don't do this or even noticing like, oh, okay, when I create more presence throughout my day, when I take more breaks, when I honor myself and honor my body, like I'm not making decisions from pure exhaustion, which generally are from you know, nervous system response of like, just give me something that is going to make me feel better. That's literally what the body's doing, (laughs) you know, and it feels so different. And I'm even noticing like, just the cravings are going away. And again, but like from this place of, oh, yeah, okay, I've done the work. I've done the work. I've done so much releasing, which releasing to me is not letting anything go, right? Because energy just like it becomes something else right? and there's no loss it's just like okay this thing transmutes into and alchemizes into something else or this changes this form into this other form it doesn't go away and so I I just finished my group program of the awakened woman's circle this past Tuesday it was such a beautiful class these women have been with me for the entire year of 2022 and one of the you know practices we did at the end of our closing circle was What are we releasing into our being, right? I love that because it's like, it's still there. But what are we like releasing into our being so that we can be in acceptance? And through the releasing into our being, it's like all of the work that we've done to feel, to grieve, to be in relationship, to meet whatever that thing is. So, right, it's like feeling it so that we can release it into our being, so that we can then be acceptance, right? So that we can be the observer and then be in celebration. So one piece, regardless of where you're at, if you're struggling, I just had a beautiful, several soul-led strategy sessions. I have these free 30-minute sessions to support you. And at the end, I give you tools. Sometimes the the tools are free. Sometimes the tools are, are colleagues' tools. Sometimes the tools are one-on-one relationship, mentorship, partnership with me. Sometimes it's my group program. Sometimes it's just one-off sessions with me, depending on where you're at and and if you're ready, <laughs> you know. Um, but I had a session and, and you know, just noticing how, mu- how much people are hurting and how much we don't realize everybody's hurting. And I was on a coaching call actually with one of my private clients also this week. And I was about to bring my husband into the room to be like, do you want me to bring my husband in here to communicate with you how often I cry in a week and how much crying is a like it's a part of my life. It's a part of my release process. It's a part of me me feeling of the cells like dying in my body. Right. In order for me to become some become a new aspect of myself. And, and I don't, and my husband like doesn't think anything of it anymore. I don't think anything of it. Sometimes it just happens. Sometimes I create, you know, a safe container for me to feel, but that is the missing link I feel is it's like, oh yeah, we're not creating an opportunity for, for us to feel so that we can release whatever that density is into our being so that we can then transmute it. 
into something better for ourselves, something more desirable, and then celebrate. So that is my invitation for you, even, you know, if you're listening to this, we're already into 2023, but can you create that list, right? Can you create that list? Like, what are you releasing into your being? What are we celebrating from 2022 so that we can create the space to continue to cast our vision for this upcoming year? And one thing that I do want to mention is we generally overestimate what we can, you know, cause and create in a one-year span and drastically underestimate that three-year span, right? Oftentimes we like totally overdo it and like I'm going to do this and this and this and this and this and this in one year. But this episode, so I also want to share that this episode was, um, it was a live video that I did in my private group just over, just, just shy of a year ago. And today is actually the one-year anniversary of my second Mama Joy transitioning on New Year's Eve. And when I did this live video, I was in a massive grieving phase. And so, again, a reminder that everything that I share with you, I experience, like I try on, I practice. And I was in such a grieving phase. And I also felt such expansion. And I had all of these, I had already like done my vision casting and I had all these things that I wanted to quote unquote do at the start of, you know, 2022. And I just surrendered and I just let myself feel and I cleared everything. And what started to happen, and then I actually started to share my grieving process. And I started to share just, um, just what I was experiencing and what insights were coming through and how I was feeling and showing up. And I was just starting to share more publicly. And I started to get a lot of messages from people. And I started to actually get people wanting to work with me. And so in the first week of January, I had someone say, I want to hire you for private coaching. And I was in the middle of massive grieving. And it's because I was still in expansion while grieving. I was still, I w- because I wasn't resisting it. So you, so it was like, oh my gosh, I can be in expansion and I can be in this emotion, right? Because emotions are not bad. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in this expansive resonance while like grieving the loss of this woman, this mentor, this friend, this individual who had a significant impact in my life in this body, in this lifetime, right? And it's necessary to do that. It is like, I know, you know, that that our soul is immortal, but this body is not. And and so when we bypass or when we're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to see her again or, oh, yeah, you know, we're not, you know, she's she's on to bigger and better things or whatever it is. I know that her work here isn't done and all of that. Yes. And we still get to feel. We still get to process. We still get to again, it's like the little tiny deaths that happen through through this, through loss, through whatever loss is, whether it's somebody leaves this earth plane, whether it's a relationship that ends by choice or whatever it is, you know, it's so important. And so when I, so I just was noticing, I'm like, oh, wow, okay, here's feedback for myself that I am in full allowance and I'm grieving and I'm calling in clients. When I was literally not working, 
And then what happened was I started to realize how quickly, you know, it's like the grieving process. And again, I don't like to put a time limit on it. Everybody's different. And I, and I wasn't trying to rush it, but I noticed how it didn't take as long as it, as it typically does when I grieve the loss of a loved one. And I was like, oh, wow, I'm feeling inspired to serve. I'm feeling inspired to show up. I'm, I'm feeling ready. And I decided to host this workshop called Beyond Resolutions. And it was called How to Ditch the Surface and Short-Term New Year's Goals so that you can embody your soul-led destiny from a rooted place of unshakable trust. And that actually was birthed out of me grieving, you know, the transition of this second mother figure in my life. And, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I got it now. Right. So like everything else went out the window that I had quote unquote intended and planned. And when I just allowed the energy to move, I would let the next thing present itself and I would take action and then I would, you know, take action again (laughs) and just continue to move forward in that way. And I received, was it three private coaching contracts, year-long coaching contracts during that time, you know, and there was no marketing. It was me being myself and sharing my process and being transparent and being vulnerable and being in integrity and also um, being in coherence and and feeling so much unconditional love, right? Like having my heart cracked wide open and people felt that. And it was such a reminder of, oh yes, here we are. (laughs) Oh yes, it can be that simple, you know, truly leading from the feminine in that way. So the workshop that I talk about was, it's now archived in my private container that only clients get access to. But as a give, if you are interested, it's a three-hour workshop that I gave about a year ago. It is still, I mean, all of it is still resonant. And there was a lot that we did in the form of, like I said, like releasing into our being observation, you know, like viewing, viewing whatever the experience is as the observer so that we could be in acceptance, so that we could be in celebration, so that we can then cast our vision in the realm of potentiality. And honestly, that's my work. It's what I bring my clients through time and time again. Feel it. Feel it. (laughs) It's really feel it to heal it, right? Feel it so that you can observe, so that you can be in acceptance, because acceptance is just the resonance before true expansion, so that you can then be in celebration and like joy and love, right? And celebrate like this experience and what it taught us, so that we can then move into what's next. It's what I do with everything in my life. And it's what I bring my, my clients through as well. So I'm happy if you send me an email, lindsay at lindsaymartinellis.com, which is in the show notes below. I will send you as a give, as a gift for starting this new year. I will send you the workshop as a freebie, which I believe this one was even a paid workshop. I want to say, I don't think it was a free one. And I think that's pretty much it. So The invitation is, are you creating space to reflect and to contemplate and to be an introspection? You know, because again, when we move so quickly, we miss, we miss the journey, we miss the view, we miss the perspective, we miss the gold in the experience. And I want to invite you to not feel the rush to like get back to the, I mean, of course, I'm not going to tell you not to get back to the gym, but like, what, why did you stop going to the gym to begin with? Right? Like, you know, it's like, 
I notice and I so know it because I lived it like, oh, I'm just going to let myself go. And then it's like, I'm going to start back over. And that is so much harder than if you would just like allow yourself to enjoy all the time and enjoying, right? The, the, the thing is, is once we enjoy and once we're creating space and once we're in presence, it, we don't want all of that stuff, like all of the sugary things. And we don't like overindulge. We enjoy it because we get to. We enjoy it all, all the time because we get to. And of course, during the holidays, like it's presented to us more. So great. What a gift. But like creating the sustainability of like, okay, how much more sleep can I commit to during this time? Like, can I just allow myself to go on more walks and to move my body or, you know, after after these holiday dinners, like just going on a long walk in nature and bringing family with you, right? Like it doesn't, we don't have to be like, oh yeah, I'm waiting till Monday. Oh yeah. You know, and and I'm noticing this is how it works. Because again, also a law of the universe, like the momentum brings you more momentum. <laughs> and so I'm just not subscribing to like the cultural fits and starts and lack of sustainability and like, okay, this is how it's, this is how it is. This is how pop culture does the holidays. And then this is how we capitalize on starting back over in weight loss and all the things. And oh my gosh, I'm really like noticing I don't want to say triggers, but like I'm noticing because that's what always kind of happens when I have this new layer of awareness. I go through these moments of like, ah, I want the whole world to have this, you know, layer of awareness. And I get to come back to like the the ground and rem- remind myself that it's not everybody's path. But just like the whole like weight loss thing and this and that and where it's like, well, what's underneath the fluctuation and our weight and why does it matter and what are the decisions like what are like what are the decisions stemming from and what are the boxes that we put ourselves and what is the like can and cannot eat and this and that and you know I'll be fully transparent that there's certain foods that I that like biologically don't work for me. And it took a lot of trial and error and a lot of experimentation. And even every couple of years, I'm like, oh, let me try this thing. For example, gluten is one of them. (laughs) Um, I have a slight gluten intolerance, but it is in terms of like, how do I explain it? Like when I'm, you know, being tested, when I was tested for this gluten intolerance, it was like, yeah, it's the slight. I don't know how they can, they they know, but my functional medicine doctor was like, yeah, it's slight. And I, and I always knew it. And I've been gluten free for probably almost the last 10 years for the most part. And I know it's kind of become quite a fad, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but everybody, everybody and everybody is different. And my body, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work. And I get super bloated and I can't even really eat. Like if I go out to eat and have one of the slices of bread or even two bites of bread before they serve anything, everyone that goes out to eat with me is like, Lindsay, what are you doing? You barely ate your food. (laughs) And it's because it just goes in my stomach and I just don't feel right. And it's not, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't work for me. And so I'm like, oh, this is my body communicating that like this just doesn't work well for my biological makeup. Great. And luckily, when I first started this whole gluten-free, you know, lifestyle shift, there wasn't really a lot of options. And now there are. But of course, with that, there's all these companies that are cutting corners and 
you know, like putting a lot of junk in quote unquote gluten-free foods and you can, um, I mean, that's really for anything, right? Like all the things, you know, gluten-free, dairy-free, you know, like vegan. Oh my gosh. When I look at some of these vegan and vegetarian, um, like packaged foods, I mean, so much processed food. So we really have to look right. Like dairy-free cheeses. It's like, okay, for me, is it, Oh, like for me, I'd rather give myself a little bit of the thing during the holiday if I'm like, oh, yeah, OK, I kind of want to try that bruschetta. I don't know. Then creating all of this like, oh, I need to I need to claim that I'm this thing and I need to buy all this package processed stuff that's really actually not serving the body, probably even more than if you were to just enjoy the thing. So <laughs> hopefully you're picking up what I'm laying down. And I think it's about like Again, I could never tell you what is best for your body. And it has taken me so many years of trying things on. And even when I do testing, I still don't let the test dictate like, I mean, I did at one point, but now I'm like, okay, I do these tests and then it helps me. But I'm still listening to my body. I'm still tuning in. I'm still like, do I want this thing? Do I not? And it's the same with drinking. Like, I can notice when it's like, okay, yeah, I want to enjoy this experience and have a glass of wine or whatever. It's fewer and far between. But I can tell when my body, like if I put my hands on my body and I'm like, do I want this beverage, this adult beverage or whatever? A lot of the times it's no. And I can almost feel this rush of like um, parchedness and almost I can feel my body shrivel like, no, that's going to dehydrate the crap out of you. (laughs) And it's the same with coffee. And I just notice like I drink so much water and I can tell when I've I can just tell when I've eaten out more and my body is just trying to like work harder to support me in my decisions. And so that's why I'm like, okay, if if I am feeling good and if I am being present and if I am truly loving myself unconditionally and I'm not overdoing it in the people pleasing department and if I'm not overworking and if I'm not overexerting when my body's asking for rest for example or when my body's asking for space or solitude or whatever it is then the decisions around everything that I consume or everything that I do in the form of moving my body whatever it is it's so much easier (laughs) right so that's it it's like oh yeah the re it's a nervous system response nine times out of 10. And I just want to acknowledge that I know how hard it is when there's like family dynamics and there's all of this extra food in front of us all the time. It's like culturally everything centered around food, you know, and to just be easy with yourself and be gentle and just to remember like, it's okay. It's okay. There's always a new moment. And you know, like just feeling into, am I just creating such a block for myself around eating the thing or making the choice or choosing to not move my body or whatever it is. So it's about the resonance. (laughs) Everything's about the resonance. Like you could, I, I honestly feel like you could eat a whole thing of chocolate cake and a whole thing of blueberries. And if the resonance is there, it doesn't matter what it's doing to the body. I really believe that now. Because again, you know, like if you're eating the chocolate cake all the time and every day, and it's like the resonance isn't there because it, there's clearly like a void that you're trying to fill. 
versus being like, I want the damn chocolate cake and I'm going to freaking eat every morsel and I'm going to be present. I'm going to enjoy it. And so I'm spending a lot of time here because generally at the start of the new year, it's like, I'm going to give up drinking and, or I'm going to do a cleanse. And, and, um, I think it is supportive in terms of like focality because you have a large mass of people that are doing the same thing. So it helps. So I'm not, I'm not saying not to, I'm just saying like, are you doing that just so February can roll around and you can go right back into the old patterns of basically over stimulating, over numbing, (laughs) over exerting, over consuming, whatever it is. And just how much more work that is. Again, when you think of like physics, when you think of biology, when you think of chemistry, when you think of anatomically what's happening with your body, how much more work that is on the body. When if you're like, okay, when you're presented with something, if you can put your hands on your body and take a deep breath and be like, do I want this? And then ask, and why? Why do I want this? And there is such liberation in that. And again, I believe that everything here on this planet is meant to be enjoyed to some degree, especially in the form of food, you know? And again, when the choices, so right, when we're in the presence and we're not in the fight, flight, or freeze, the decisions, right? It's like, oh my gosh, if I'm craving this thing, then I get so excited to go to the store and make it my way, make it in a way that feels sustainable for me. I even found, I am so excited to share because tonight we are going to dinner, my hubby and I, and we're keeping it super mellow. (laughs) We're going to do like a little burn ritual in our backyard at the fire. This is probably the first year that we're spending New Year's Eve, just the two of us, and we're excited about it. And we just want to relax and um, be all nostalgic. And I found... Oh my gosh, I wish I had the name of these marshmallows, but I found clean marshmallows. I think it's called like Max, Max Mallows. Anyways, I might put that in the show notes. So I have Simple Mills. I think they're like graham cracker kind of cookie things. (laughs) I wasn't planning on sharing this, so I don't have any of the names in front of me. So it was Simple Mills, like some sort of graham cracker. It's like a graham cracker cookie. And then... I have Hue Chocolate. I got salted dark chocolate bars. If you are not familiar with Hue Chocolate, it will change your world. It will change your life. And I'm going to make s'mores tonight. And is it something that I'm going to eat every day all of the time? No, but all of it is gluten-free, is dairy-free, it's refined sugar-free, and it is freaking fracking delicious. Actually, Chad and I have had a few of them without roasting them by the fire yet. We've just made these like little um, s'more sandwiches and we've just eaten them as is. And so we're excited to cook those tonight. And, And I love that. I love that I can do that for myself. And I'm so grateful that there is so much more accessibility in that way because probably 10 years ago, I would have had to make my own dang marshmallows <laughs> and probably my own dang crackers too. Oh my gosh, when I first started this holistic wellness journey, I was making my own almond milks like with a cheesecloth and I was making my own cauliflower crust. <laughs> it was so much work. It was so much work. So I am grateful that there are some companies out there that are doing well by doing good. So I don't know why I went on this whole like workout and food kick, but I think it's because I'm just seeing, you know, 
that piece around fits and starts and lack of sustainability and like all of this marketing, right, to try to pull you in to go to the gym and to, um, you know, like to to lose the weight and the the cutting the corners to like fill the void. And again, it's like, okay, you're going to lose the weight and then you're going to realize, okay, I'm actually not that happy <laughs> because it's exhausting, right? Because you're trying to like get there so fast to lose the weight, quote unquote, or to whatever it is that you miss the point of the journey. And that's why you'll see so many people fluctuating in weight, like drastically all of the time, because it's like, okay, I'm going to do this thing, but they're not getting to the root of what's causing the dis-ease in the body, of what's causing the um, compulsive behaviors. And the reason why I can speak to this is because I know it so intimately. And there is so much around burnout and the choices that I would make from burnout. And that's why I'm like screaming from the rooftops that I can say that this is the first year that I am stepping into a new year, not completely fatigued and burned out and exhausted and like just ready to close up shop because I've created so many opportunities to allow myself to explore that during the entire course of the year. And I've had many winter seasons (laughs) throughout 2022, throughout multiple times, again, starting out the beginning of the year, grieving the loss of a loved one. I was going through, as you know, if you've been listening to the podcast, I went through a major winter season when I was writing the book. Um, mm, I went through a little bit of a winter season. I would say not really, like a mini one after Egypt when I was integ- integrating Egypt. And there was so much space spaciousness that I allowed myself to just be and feel and to not rush and to not have expectations and to just continue to lean in and just take the next step and take the next step. And then I, and I also had many, many, many beautiful summers, like some things to celebrate launching the podcast in August. Gosh, there's so many, I'm probably gonna forget going to Egypt. Um, Oh yeah. You know, launching the book, becoming a best-selling author. Um, Oh my gosh, there's probably so many other things, but those are three that are, that are, you know, accomplishing my, you know, finishing up this group program of this, you know, evolved embodiment work like that wrapped up this year. And so that was something new and I took a risk and, um, (laughs) I said, I said yes. And, and other women decided to say yes too. And I got to experience their massive transformations and I got to be in the, humility of like, wow, okay, me saying yes to this sacred work has opened the doorway for these beautiful souls to transform and to transmute. And, you know, then they could be that for other people. And so I'm also celebrating that. Oh, my husband left corporate this year. See, this is what I'm excited to do later by the fire with my hubby. He left corporate this year and he was actually going over his numbers today. And we were like blown away at his year, which by the way, started in, in May. So right when I got back from Egypt actually was my husband's first week full time um, as an entrepreneur. And so that was something that we're celebrating. I mean, there's so many more. Um, my little nephew turned one. There's so many things. And again, Chad and I have also some exciting news on the horizon, but I will 
we're waiting to share that. And no, I'm not pregnant. <laughs> That's what everybody always asks. Um, at least I'm not to my knowledge, but we're waiting to kind of share that exciting news. And yeah, we're just continuing to lean in and say yes. And it feels so much simpler, so much more joyful. It, you know, it's just learning to get out of my own way. And again, if you are struggling, if you are like, gosh, when is this going to click? I promise you it does. And it clicks for me. And then I notice like more chaos and disruption happens. And then like a new layer locks in and a new layer locks in. And I'm just learning to be more in relationship with the flow of life and the seasons and the cycles. And um, and so I hope that I didn't scare you away with <laughs> like all of the food and fitness talk. I think it's more that Again, you know your body better than anybody else. Um, You have all of the answers inside of you. And I think the invitation is, is again, like going back to the come from and going back to the decisions, even for the decisions of wanting to lose weight. Like, again, there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely not. But what are, what's the decision truly? What's underneath that? Is it because you think you're going to find a partner? Is it because you think that society is going to accept you? Or is it because truly you're like, no, I really want to feel so delicious in my body. And I want to have more energy or I want this thing, whatever it is. You know, the losing weight's always a byproduct of the feeling good and the loving self, you know. And then the confidence comes in, right? It's all of it. And so just noticing like all of the different fad, even the lifestyle diets, right? It's like, Are you truly attuning to like, am I meant to, you know, only have a gluten-free, dairy-free diet right now? Am I attuning to like, do I need to be vegan right now? Whatever it is, it's like everybody has such an opinion and they they want this one-size-fits-all approach to life. And again, we're here to be individuated. So I invite you to keep asking questions. like. For the month of January, at least, can you be like, okay, I want to do this thing. I want to do this challenge. I want to join this gym. I want to go to this. I want to try this workout. I want to I want to do this cleanse. And I trust me, cleanses are so important to reset the body temple. Like, absolutely. I'm going to be cleansing for various reasons and, and doing different things. But again, just because in general, like we eat out more during the holidays and hosting and, and all of the things. Right. But it's like the come from is and but I also don't just cleanse in January. (laughs) I cleanse multiple times a year. Right. And and I change my diet up a lot based on how I'm feeling. And that's what I'm excited to invite you into is my body will tell me like you need more red meat. My body will tell me like you need more raw vegetables. My body will tell me you need to like up the water through the wazoo. Okay, my body will tell me, yeah, no to the caffeine. Right. It's so beautiful. Our bodies are so wise and so brilliant. And it's just a matter of opening up the communication. And so if you don't want to keep cycling through the same patterns, that's the invitation is like, why? Because if you keep asking why, you're going to keep getting to the root. Like, why do I want to lose weight? Okay, because I want to feel good. Why do you want to feel good so that I can live, you know, live a long life and be able to be present for my kids and grandkids and their grandkids. And why do you want to do that? Because I want to create a family legacy. And why do I want to create a family legacy? It's like, yes, can you keep asking why? What's underneath? What's underneath? And you would be so surprised um, 
you would just be so surprised how how good it feels and how much clarity you get and how things begin to start to lock into place and how your purpose and your dharma and your path becomes more clear. So with that, I invite you to just ask yourself, what would it look like if I said goodbye to New Year's resolutions? (laughs) What would that look like? But of course, with still setting intentions and And vision casting is such an integral part because we get to know where we're going. So again, feel free to reach out if you'd like access to the workshop from about a year ago. That's the one that I'm mentioning in the episode. Happy New Year. So many blessings, infinite gratitude, and thank you for tuning in. And I just love that this is episode 22. And I love that I'm recording this on the last day of 2022, which feels important. It feels exciting. So thank you for being along on this ride with me. I never have anything prepared when I share. I just always, you know, come into presence and I set clear intentions of whatever gets to come through and the highest good of all gets to come through. And this felt important to share today. All right. Much love. Catch you next week for another episode of Soul Shine Radio. So I know that most of you have seen, uh, I started out my year, um, yeah, a little bit, a little bit bumpy and, you know, I had all of these ideas of how I would start my year and what I would do and setting everything in motion. And then, you know, I lost a Miss physical form, a, a woman who, was a mentor, a best friend, um, an ally, and someone that I really looked up to. And everything's kind of been shaken and jolted. And what I realize is I'm like, ooh, I really feel like I've cracked the code on sustainability. Because even though I'm in, you know, this grieving state, and even though I'm taking a lot of extra time for myself and a lot of extra care. Um, I feel so good inside of my body. And like, I can even feel it right now, just like this buzzing of centered and calmness and groundedness. And I can even feel it in my voice. And I have people, not just women, but people coming to me sharing how inspired they are from some of what I'm sharing online and wanting to work with me. And I'm sitting here thinking like, what a beautiful lesson in letting go of expectations and, you know, New Year's resolutions. And and a lot of times I feel like we create resolutions um, because they're associated with problems, right? Like there's a deficit. I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to make more money, right? And there's like this needing to fix and resolution comes from the word resolve. And there's like a clenching that comes with the word resolve. Like there's a not letting go. There's like a gripping too tightly. And what I realize is it's like, 
are we creating resolutions as a culture because we think it's what we're supposed to do? Are we simply repeating cycles where we just want to lose the weight? We want to make the money. We want to clean up our diet. We want to get back to working out physically in these fits and starts and fits and starts are not sustainable. And, you know, it's like, we think that when we lose the 10 pounds, we're going to feel differently. Or when we make more money, there's going to be this, like, ah, I've made it. And the reality is, is this journey is about the sustainability. It's about how can, how are we feeling How are we nurturing ourselves? How are we being? How are we relating to ourselves and to other people, no matter what's going on in the world around us, whether there's loss, whether there's despair, whether there's incongruence, whether there is a lack of connection. And so that's what I want to talk about is this workshop that I had no intention of creating. And this is the part of showing up, right? It's like creating a healthy container for myself to be able to feel my feelings and to transmute them and to meet them in a way that works for me, that's healthy, that allows me to go to the depths of who I am and feel and experience so that I can then, you know, move through it instead of blocking it, right? Instead of my old patterns of overworking, or I'm just going to keep pushing on, or I'm actually just going to drop everything and hide and be a loner and be with myself and go into these old patterns. Like this is what we do. This is the programming that we have. And so what I decided was to host a workshop called Beyond Resolutions. What did I call it? Beyond resolutions, how to ditch the surface and short-term New Year's goals so that you can embody your soul-led destiny from a rooted place of unshakable trust, right? It's like, are we creating resolutions that perpetuate cyclical like imprinting and conditioning that we already have? Are we creating resolutions because this is what society tells us to do, that there's something wrong with us, that there's something to fix? And so what I wanted to offer as a give, especially because so many of you have reached out this week and I was just really humbled by the like, wow, I see you continuing to show up and I see you doing the work and I see you being vulnerable and I see you being intimate. And that's truly what keeps me going is knowing that it's supporting other people because the reality is, is I'm in this just as much as you are. Like I'm still learning just as much as I'm teaching and but the quickening is happening in terms of the remembrance that's happening, the wisdom that I carry inside of myself, what my destiny is here and what I'm here to create and how I get to serve and how I get to open up and allow others to access what's meant for them, right? Because we are all unique and we are all not meant to perform the same tasks every day, to do the same thing that everybody else is doing. And what happens is if you get stuck in comparison, we get stuck in like, Ooh, she looks happy over here and she's doing this. So maybe I want that instead of really attuning to what do I desire and really tuning into what our desires are and really attuning to our inner being, our higher self, and really accessing from this place of trust and faith of 
wow, this is actually what I deeply desire. And then using the external support, using the masculine, using our minds to then be the fuel, using the ego, the fuel that drives the car. So, right. It's like the vehicle, our body is the vehicle and our higher self is in the driver's seat and the ego, the mind is the fuel. What's happening is a lot of us are allowing our mind to, to dictate how we get to move forward. And that's why we're confused. That's why we're exhausted. That's why we're currently in. I don't know. You know, I was just on a, a call earlier with a woman who just signed up for my January 20th program. And I asked her like, what is holding you back from your deepest desire? She just expressed all of these beautiful desires that she had and what she wanted to create for herself in the world. And she said, she didn't know. And you know, the mind creates safety in that way. So it's like the ego, the mind will sometimes try to keep us safe. Sometimes try to protect us. in the, I don't know, sometimes try to, to keep us from feeling right, because there's protection there. And so what I'm going to teach in this workshop, which is 1-11-22, I don't know if it's a portal day, but it feels like it. It's at 11 a.m. PST. It's completely free. There's no sign up. This is like super fluid. And um, I'm just going to share the link. I already think, I don't know, four of you have said you're coming, but I'm sure there's more that haven't shared. And this is what I'm going to teach you is how to actually ground into what you want to cause and create this upcoming year and beyond from a centered, grounded place of inner knowing and inner truth and working through some of the gunk that you've maybe taken into this year through the body, transmuting it and healing it through the body, and then operating from that resonance and attuning to that resonance of your vision, of your desires, of what you know to be true for you, of what you get to create, how you get to be in this world and what what we get to shift together. So it's a three-hour workshop. I've tried to do less, but it's this work is not meant to be rushed. So it's like, give yourself this free gift If you're feeling behind, if you're feeling like you're in comparison already, like you don't know where to start, like you don't even know what your dreams are, you don't even know what your goals are, you don't even know what your desires are, then this workshop is for you. It's really about having the confidence and the trust and the faith to move forward from a place of total congruence with your heart, with the fullest expression of your authentic self. There's many names for it. It doesn't matter what you call it, right? And I, I just want to presence, you know, surrender is, is active. It's not passive. And this week, right, it's a beautiful example of me. I'm still honoring my practices that I know serve me. I'm still moving my body every day and I'm getting fresh air and I'm doing the things that I know lift me up. And I'm also still serving because it's important to me and this work nourishes me. And I don't want to move in fits and starts. When I get rattled emotionally, I don't want to completely throw everything up in the air. I now know how to create pockets of sacred space for myself in order to rest and recharge and heal so that I can show up in a much more profound way. Which if you're listening to this, I know that this resonates, right? Because a lot of the women in this community 
are looking for massive impact. Like I was just on a, on a coaching call earlier with a woman who's like, I just don't know what's in my destiny. I know this is what I'm meant to do. And that's the feeling, right? Like that is the higher self talking is I don't know how I'm going to get there. And I know I still have some things to get through, but this is my destiny. This is what I get to create. So I think that's everything. 111.22 at 11 a.m. How fun. 11, 11, 11, ones, 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 twos, twos, twos. And it is a three-hour workshop. I have the Zoom link. Um, so there'll be a little bit of everything. There'll be a little bit of meditation. There'll be a little bit of visualization. There'll be a little bit of embodiment, of course. There'll be plenty of opportunities to share and journal. And yeah, this is feeling really exciting for me. And, um, you know, I'm releasing a lot of, you know, like what I see other people doing or what coaches or mentors have showed me in the form of how I get to run my business and how I get to be of service. And what's interesting is like the moment that I've just in, attuned to what feels good for me and making sure that I continue to have fear, right? It's like, it's not like I'm not afraid to serve. It's not like I'm afraid to use my voice. It's not like I'm, a, I'm not afraid. I should say not afraid, right? Like there's still fear, but I, my expansion and my joy and my power and my bliss and my acceptance and my courage is much bigger than the fear. So it's so much easier to be like, okay, I'm going to put you aside now, right? I'm going to put you aside now and I'm going to move through this and I'm going to have a proud chest and I'm going to walk forward knowing that as long as I'm aligned with the truth of who I am and being of service with an open heart, that it's okay if it's not for everybody, because I know that it's what's meant for me and those who want to receive the wisdom and the nourishment of what I have to offer will, and will be delighted. And that's what I want for all of you. And a lot of you are switching gears in your businesses, maybe wanting to start your own business or passion projects where maybe you don't get paid for it. A lot of volunteer type um, opportunities as well. And that's what this is all about is it's like, it's sometimes scary to speak the truth and to have a stance and to communicate and to use our voice and to be seen in this way. And so the more that we can connect to our truth and more alignment within, the easier it becomes. And the more we can put the mind and the ego on the back burner to then be like, okay, I'm going to put you on the shelf for a bit. And then I'm going to choose when I get to let the ego fuel the car, right? I get to choose when I want to use this beautifully intelligent mind that has so much knowledge and so much experience and so much data filed in this complex system to be able to take the formless and create form. So this is the art of manifestation. This is the art of tapping into our intuition. This is the art of not needing to know and fully trusting in the, the transformation that happens through connecting to the body. And for those of you that are wanting to connect to spirit in a greater way, you know, it's not about going up into the heavens and the ethers. It's about going to the depths of who we are. Everything comes back to the body. So if you're wanting to connect on a more spiritual level, 
we get to go back in the body. If you're wanting to heal your emotions, we get to go back into the body. If you're wanting to connect to your higher self, we get to go back to the body, right? Like if you're wanting to rest your mind, right? Because a lot of times what's causing a lot of the dis-ease that's happening right now and the exhaustion is that our mind is constantly working, constantly thinking about what if, constantly not being in the present moment. So again, how do we get back to the present moment? Dropping into our bodies. So everything comes back to this beautiful, sacred body temple of ours. And um, I'm really, really excited about this offering and um, recognizing these, again, sacred feminine rhythms of of the cyclical nature of blossoming and coming out of the chrysalis and growth and meeting our growth edges as opposed to fits and starts and okay we're starting over again and then by the end of the year which is an old pattern of mine i can absolutely attest of not taking care of ourselves just throwing the baby out with the bathwater, letting go of our practices and not creating a sustainable environment to thrive I believe that's everything. So if you have any questions, let me know. I will drop the link in the, in the details in the chat, not in the chat, in the comments. And I'm excited to see you all next week. And um, I'll also be in touch around moving meditations. I've also received some guidance on how I'm going to be sh shifting a little bit the frequency of that offering and probably having it be a little bit more spontaneous, like still doing a maybe a monthly offering, but really having like a, a synthesized, like almost like an overarching theme. There's going to be, again, like I want to offer more coaching, more life coaching, and also more creative expression outside of just uh, moving meditation. So the moving meditations are going to expand a little bit. I think that's everything. I love you. Thank you. Happy New Year. And I will see you on Tuesday. Bye. Thank you so much for your presence and contribution in tuning in today. If you found value from this episode, I invite you to take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram. You can tag me at Lindsay Martin Ellis. I always love hearing from you, so I invite you to send me a love note via direct message and share your experience and ahas. Also, I have a beautiful free offering for you if you have not already taken advantage of my free quiz to discover your unique soul's blueprint so that you can activate your feminine frequency and embody more of you. You can find the link below in the show notes. And lastly, I invite you to leave a rating and review if any of my content in these podcast episodes resonates. This is the best and most effective way to support this podcast in reaching more people awakening around the globe. You can simply leave a quick review to share what you love most about my teachings and how this has impacted your life. Thanks again so much for being here from the bottom of my heart. And we'll see you next week for another episode of Soulshine Radio. Sending so many love and blessings.